from a, from an organizational standpoint, when I'm out talking to people about these are the things that veterans qualify for and don't qualify for, I want to make sure that we are speaking, obviously, clearly and smart and, and speaking on, on properly. Yeah. Um, and also letting people know that we're not, this organization doesn't have uh, the motive of like saying the VA sucks or, you know, the VA is terrible. They're not doing their job, so they need us. We want to kind of come in as a wingman to the VA yeah. and say, hey, look, we're here to, yeah. to kind of support. So yeah. with that being said, can you talk a little bit about like the general classifications or qualifications for veterans for dental yeah. care? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I think I think what a great approach because there's enough there's enough people out there that you know, we'll use some negativity to, for gain or whatever. But really what the agency is looking for is partnership. You know, we do it with our veteran service officers and, you know, and we need that. And so I'll talk to you a little bit about the choice program, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, but just uh, I sent you, uh, I don't know, if I'm, yeah, I think you got it, was the different classifications of of what it takes and what's required to get dental. And unfortunately, even though that's our protocol, what we're finding is uh, a veteran in, in Massachusetts who, who has, uh, or say Rhode Island, who has uh, a dental, who is, has the eligibility to receive dental, doesn't have a clinic within 100 miles. They might have to drive to Boston and be seen, you know, uh, yeah, on an on-call basis, which is it was so unfortunate. And so ultimately, we're seeing we're seeing our our supply, our need grow, but our resources shrink. And so that's why I'm so interested in what you guys are doing because what a perfect what a perfect time to come in partnership and provide. Uh, ben these benefits that veterans so badly need that the VA just we can't we just simply can't provide. Wow! Wow! Well, I have to say uh, to both of you, thank you very much for doing what you do, and the most powerful gift you get is the passionate commitment that you have to this, because this is what we have to have, and what you're saying to us and what we're filming now is going to awaken people to the idea that there's things that people assume that the veterans have as benefits that they do not. And all Steve and, and Dr. Tim and I want to do is enhance what VA does. That's what I've done all the time, 48 years. Just go do what you're supposed to do. Just get them some help. Get them some help and let them know there's people out there that love them. Because it isn't done just by saluting statues and attending parades. It's actually loving our veterans enough to go out there and take care of them at a stand down, get them familiar with their rights and the obligations the VA can provide to them and helping them. So thank you both. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate what you've done with your lives for our guys. I'm a, my dad was an army officer. All my uncles served in World War II. So I appreciate the both of you and the impassioned work that you do. And, and you need to hear that from people uh -huh. in America, how grateful uh -huh. we are for who you are and how you chose to live your lives. Uh -huh. Well, and, and Michael, I mean, you've done, you've done that for 40 years, right? And, and the work that you've done up at the Pathway Home has been invaluable. 
uh, oh, the veterans home in, in Yonville. Those Marsoc Marines were hilarious. And I just yeah. getting to teach them comedy and to yeah. teach them writing and laughter and uh, and to come home and set the uh, set the pharma down and, and do the big Dharma thing and just be laughing with all of us in a group. And yeah. when, when we're in there and we had Robin Williams come in and actually narrate one of the films, it was amazing because that – Tim, you know, because you were with those guys, and they all loved you. That kind of work is is what we have to be all about. All I want to do is create, as Steve says, a core of people across America that want to help us to help them more, and not them sitting isolated in a uh, in a veterans home waiting for the end, but to know that there are people who come in and not just once a year on the 4th of July to sing a patriotic song right. to actually help them enough to take care of their hearts like these two guys do. Yeah. Wow, Michael. 40, 48 years, when did you start when you were seven? <laughs> hey, my brother, I love you, but I'm 70 now, you know. <laughs> I'm so old. Harry Truman was president. But I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, well, you know, they say they say laughter is the best medicine, and I think you're pretty positive of that. Well, you want to hear the greatest line ever delivered by a teenager? I had him on probation, and he goes, "I'm tired of everybody telling me what to do. I'm going to join the Marine Corps." <laughs> <laughs> I go, "Yeah, no one will tell you what to do there." <laughs> oh man, too you funny. Know, you like your fruit cup before you go up Mount Baldy? Kids are funny, and I, t I tell them, you know, every once in a while, like with Steve and all the other guys that I've worked with over the years, you just want to enhance their lives and, and, and to help lift them up mm -hmm. and bring them to that point where they believe in the America that I grew up in. I grew up in a Norman Rockwell, Frank Capra America, and I don't care what's going on right now. I still believe in that America. I was raised by men that uh, Stephen Ambrose, the great historian, said when it came to World War II, we sent our best. They did their best, and the world was saved from evil. Mm, very well said. I, I, I think it's a, it was the greatest generation. I don't know if you read Tom Brokaw's book, but I think he's spot on. You know, we, look, we look from the VA standpoint of our World War II veterans, uh, obviously because of the way they were received, unlike our, our Vietnam veterans coming back, you know, they were given opportunities, they were given education, they were given, you know, housing loans. And so they, they assimilated back into uh, the population very well. And yep. so as far as benefits, our World War II veterans never came in and asked for anything until they got into their 80s. And guess what they asked for? Hearing aids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for joining us in the barracks. To learn more about our hosts, guests, and how to support Vets Mobile Dental Unit, visit www.inthebarracks.org.